One of the more famous, or maybe I should say most well-known sayings of Jesus is, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. Those are important and rich words, but it does beg the question, is the love that Jesus speaks of here the defining characteristic of his followers. Just what does this love of Christ look like? How should it be expressed by us such that all people know that we are his followers? The word used here by Jesus for love is the Greek word agape. It is considered by many to be the highest form of love in the Greek language. It is the love with which God loved us. It is the love that motivated him to send his son. It is the love that Christ demonstrated on the cross. And it is the love with which he has called us to love one another. But it is also the love that he calls upon us to love our enemies with. Well, what does it practically look like? Well, for those of you that have been around the Bible, you know that there are some helpful details given as to the nature of this love from the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians. It is this love that Paul describes as being long-suffering or patient. He says that it is kind. This agape love is not envious, boastful, or proud. It is a form of love that is not rude or demanding or irritable or jealous. It is the kind of love that does not keep a record of wrongs suffered. In other words, it is a forgiving love. It is the kind of love that does not find joy in injustice, but it rejoices in the truth or when truth wins out. This kind of love endures trials or even trying people. It puts up with other people's issues because it is patient. It is a love that believes all things, or perhaps you could say it gives others the benefit of the doubt. Paul says that it hopes all things, or we could say that it is a love that is optimistic. Paul also writes that this love endures all things. I, I like this word endures. It means to stay in a place beyond an expected point in time, even when others go away. So that's what this love does. And Jesus says that this unfailing love ought to be the proof by which we are seen to be his followers. Now, when reading these words, this description of love in 1 Corinthians 13, which I've read many times and taught many times and talked about at dozens of weddings that I've performed. When reading this description, here's something I am reminded of every time. I am not these things, not in and of myself. I am not naturally patient. In fact, I'm rather impatient. I do not default to kindness, especially when I am sick, tired, hungry, or stressed. I could be proud, puffed up, and maybe even rude, envious sometimes, optimistic, not always. So if I am not these things by nature, then what? Well, then I need a new nature. I need Christ in me. I need his word and his spirit to dwell in me richly. And I need to ask him to make his love to abound in me more and more. And I need to ask 
that he would generate in me the fruit of the spirit, which is love, this love in abundance. And when that trying person crosses my path, which no doubt will probably happen within the next 72 hours, I'm sure. When that trying person crosses my path, I need to say, God, help me to love with your love and to be patient and kind and enduring. And then I need to make the effort by God's enabling grace and power to be loving, even towards those people that I don't naturally like all that much. And then maybe they will know that we are Christians by our love. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.